You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm delighted to have with me today Jeff Carpenter, who comes with a such a wealth and a, a well-rounded out kind of um, experience to, to bring to these conversations from, we're talking about bachelor's degree in aerospace engineering, master's degree in industrial engineering, all the way over to, you know, being a member of the sister paranormal investigators. But, but the big thing is, is, is his Reiki work and that's the delivery system um, to use Jennifer's words on how he brings all that together into the world to create change. And so I really love how he ties some pretty complex um, kind of aspects of life together um, and, and makes it usable and um, practical for folks to implement in their own existence. So if you would please join me in welcoming Jeff to the show. Jeff, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's been quite a quite an interesting journey as you've started to highlight. So I'm really looking forward <laughs> to talking about it. Well, that, that was such like a superficial glimpse at it. It's just, I mean, you, you, you know, I love how people you know, all the little clues and stuff that we go through in our existence, and we tie them all together in this unique packaging. Um, and, and you're really a model of that. But, but before we jump into that too much, I, I, I love to throw out my question of what are your superpowers? That's a great question, because they continue to evolve. My intuitive gifts really came through when I first started with my level one, level two combined Reiki class, things that I can't really even say I've had before. But it moved directly into clairvoyance. That is probably my strongest gift, the clear seeing of movies. So it's not necessarily like a symbolic approach. It really is seeing representation of whatever specific symbol I'm looking for. I have a little bit of clear cognizance, so clear cognizance for the clear knowing as well. So as I watch these movies, uh, I get little messages that then pop in my head, almost like background. It's almost like watching captions, except it's ESP captions for the the visual. And it really started first with Reiki. The medical intuition popped in very soon after practicing. When I say very soon, I'm talking like within half an hour of the class, and it grew from there. The healing abilities, strangely enough, I feel that my, as you mentioned, my scientific background actually gives me more of a view into anatomy and the science of energy and quantum physics and all those things that then relate to exactly how science can explain healing. And my healing superpower has been such a, such a rewarding gift to me. And now people are getting greedy for it. That's one of my favorites, that people get greedy for it. And finally, I've <laughs> even evolved beyond into psychic work and spirit medium work in through spirit rescue. So I, I'm happy to work with evidence in terms of mediumistic readings, but I also do some work with spirit rescue, spirit release, and some of the not so fun things that go along with that. So my, my superpowers have continued to grow and it's so amazing that every day I learn something new. I, I love everything you just said. Like it, it really fleshes out one, the continued journey, which I think is so crucial. Like 
Um, you know, I, I do talk with a lot of folks who kind of felt like there was going to be this end game, like there was this point that they were trying to get to and then they were done or then they would feel um, like masters of their universe or whatever, you know, and, and, and it just doesn't have like it's this elusive point that like like we're the, the, the donkeys with the carrot dangling in front of us, you know, it's just this ongoing process. Um, but the, what you also gave, gave language to in such an eloquent way is, is the, is, is that's the beauty of it, is this real, like, diverse and robust and, 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 and just the elements, I just had this image of you, like, like your hands, like reaching out and like grabbing this piece and this piece and this piece, and you're just not tinkering so much as just, just really like the building and the, and it's a fluid, um, energy that you wear in that process. And it, to have the courage to, you know, look, using your background with, with the science and, and, and have, needing the proof and all these other things, but to move into spaces where most people would say um, are is almost opposite and to find the connection and to right, right, find right. the power in the synergy is, is, is so cool. Um, Kudos. Good job. Well done. Applause. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it's really, it, it's funny. A lot of people don't necessarily see the junction, the, uh, the meaning of those two sides. And it took me a while to recognize it. But even in the simplest form, when you're a scientist, for example, and you live your world by the scientific method, experimentation really supports what you said about not seeing an endpoint. When you want to experiment and you recognize that it's repeatable and you recognize that if you change one variable, it's something different happens. I, I don't see an ending to all this evolution mm -hmm. because if I'm willing to experiment, I'm willing to then expand my own perception of what I can and, and are looking to do. If you're going to focus everything on your intention, you're your only limit. I love it. I love it so much. And it's, and it's so funny because it's, you know, it's the one thing that I have found that's inexhaustible. You know, everything else is, is you know, I kind of feel like, and I, I'd imagine, you know, if I, if I could be so bold as to kind of overlay your existence with a synopsis, but it's like, it's like you, you kind of move into these spaces like, okay, did this, you know, check that box, did this, check that box, and you kind of keep going on this little trajectory. And, and I think it's those of us who get bored easily, you know, or, or kind of take the pieces that we need and keep going that are really drawn to this, this evolutionary journey, because it is, once you relax into the idea that there's no end game, it really is inexhaustible. Um, and so there's always growth to be had and, and it keeps things, um, at the very least, it keeps them entertaining, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, when the idea of the experimentation and getting different results really moves you into even just being aware of your options in I'll call the regular life. Being able to say, mm -hmm. well, if I can do this in the superpowers area of spirituality, metaphysics, all those types of terms, why can I not then apply this elsewhere? Because if mm -hmm. I can affect if I can affect other people with the healing and provide relief as well as provide evidence and you know, care and relaxation it really goes hand in hand with then what can I do as I move through the rest of my life? Because you, you don't then separate. And I was, I was one of those persons who separated it because I'm an engineer and I <laughs> compartmentalize everything and I defined everything. This was probably the hardest thing to define for me to be able to say, yes, sure. 
you are in control. It is your free will. Sure. But if you're on a path, your free will is on the path and you don't know the other end. Well, okay. <laughs> There's the paradox that I know I walk all the time, but the evolution and when they, you know, when people say the journey is the important part, this is so true for this intuitive evolution I've been going through. Hmm. Well, and it, and it's, it's, I'm just laughing. I'm, I'm really laughing in camaraderie with you because it, it's, I, I went through very similar phases of, okay, I think I can do this over here, but not here, here, and here. And, and it was really in the business arena oh my gosh, that I yes. started seeing that. <laughs> oh my God, <gosh>, yes. <laughs> Well, it started for me even in Counter Intel because that's, that's, I was still an active agent when I was um, really reawakening to some of these concepts. And, and, I, and I did the initial compartmentalization thing. And, and I, I found, like I started attuning to the, the frequency differences of when I was, you know, in that flow and really in that space and then at work. And it was like, oh, like this doesn't feel good. Like how do I keep this here? I mean, I wrote like, Hey, um, at that time, I think I called it the three day abundance process. Like I was doing everything I could to come up with some practical tips. I mean, I'd be in meetings holding my ears, like humming a tune, you know, just being like, oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Cause it was like the paranoia and the suspicion in that environment really just like immediately like dropped me down. Um, and of course I, I understand that a little bit better now. Um, but then I, you know, coming into the business arena, I thought, oh, that'll be easy peasy, right? It's like, it's entrepreneurship. It's this high fluting kind of space. It's easy to maintain high frequency there. And, the, and then there was equal challenges and, and, and lower frequencies in that environment as well. And I started, so then I started to say, okay, well, I could do it in this aspect of the business, the visioning creative aspect, but certainly when I sit down to do a spreadsheet, I can't maintain this kind of high frequency space. Um, and, and, it, and it was over time, I just kept whittling away and whittling away till I found that nothing was exempt from that. You really truly could be in that in all times and all spaces. But it, I mean, that was a journey that took quite a bit of a willingness to say, okay, what would it look like if I brought that into here? And so I love that transferable quality you're talking about. Um, and I use it a lot with clients because we all have our verticals that are more challenging yes, yes, this lifetime absolutely. than others. Um, so most of us don't see how easy it was for us in certain verticals versus others, but then there's somebody else who that was a challenge for them, but the, yet they've got like money is a great one for entrepreneurs. Um, and, and, and it's easy to disregard your success in other areas like relationships or parenting or whatever the case may be thinking that everybody is challenged with this one vertical, like money or you know, relationships with soulmate kind of stuff. But when you take a step back, you're like, wait, I did it super easily over here. Shouldn't it stand a reason that I could take those skills and provide and, and just slide them over here and do the same thing. Um, and I think that's where that scientific kind of ideology is really super valuable. Oh, I, I do give myself uh, a lot of praise by listening. I'm a very good listener. I'm not as rigid as a lot might a lot of people might think when it comes to someone who spent a lot of time doing IT and system design. But what really woke me up was that I was doing my superpower work. I was reading. I was cleansing. I was healing people at work, sitting in the middle of an IT office. When someone comes up to you who you just, you know, you did a 15-minute little demo just because you're so excited about it and says, can you come into my conference room and cleanse the energy in there just so that, it, that my meeting goes well? 
you start looking at those people going, is that what you really want me to do? Is this, is this really what you think I'm, I'm doing? Like, well, it, wor- it works for me. Why wouldn't it work for something else? And I went, oh, my gosh, of course. Uh-huh. Out of the mouth of someone who has no idea what this does, you're telling me why wouldn't you be able to apply it elsewhere? It works for this. It works for that. And you're, Jeff, the one who's always telling me how it's all encompassing. Why don't you go do it rather than say it? Oh, uh-huh. you mean listen to what I'm saying? Maybe that will help. Started to really evolve the perceptions, you know, things like Reiki shares, things like medium practice. It's more than just practicing your own craft, it's mm-hmm. listening to other people and their techniques, what works for them, what doesn't work for them, so that you see how you evolve. Even if you learn something that isn't, you know, doesn't really resonate with you, doesn't, even that's my favorite word, resonate. The engineering and vibrational state that the word resonate means, it's so amazing for me to hear everyone use that word. Mm -hmm. But when it doesn't resonate with you, it's still something you learned. It's still part of advancing your own craft, advancing your own evolution. And you get to recognize because everyone thinks differently and everyone's perceptions and blinders and openness is going to vary. Listen to the people around you if you think you're ready to evolve. I love that. And, it, and it's, it's such a powerful testament to, you know, what I call being willing to grow transparently in the presence of others. Um, and it's it really, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not easy for an engineer. No? Let me say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, or, or a former uh, person from the or spy yes. industry too, yes. Um, yes. which, you know, of course there are no coincidences. We would set ourselves up in that regard. You, you have to want this. Like I tell people, you just, you just don't happen upon evolution and entrepreneurship and all these other things. Like you have to really want and fight for this existence because it is so counter to, um, you know, what we see in some of the lower frequencies of, of, of control and victimization and um, abdication and all these other things, which, which again, I mean, I could, I could easily go off into some conspiracy theory kind of avenue, but, but I really do think it's purposely designed by us to, um, you know, force that growth and that change in the sandpapering and, and the, the gauntlet, if you will, there's all these rites of passage along the way. And, and one of the ones that we've been talking about is this idea that it's not really until you're willing to be in a group of people um, that you start to see some of this come forward. It's the same with par- relationships, you know, marriage. It's the same with parenting. It's like yeah, we see yeah. ourselves in the reflections from others. Um, and I only, I just this morning, I, I kind of tackled this, this concept. I, I, I was trying to wrap my mind around why groups are particularly challenging to people, um, especially those who claim to want to do evolutionary, like world changing work. Like we're fine in the one-on-ones and we're fine with the idea of like helping mass consciousness. But for whatever reason, the group stuff is really where I see people struggling. And it dawned on me that groups lack the intimacy of the one-on-one where we can kind of go into just focusing on where we connect and where we agree, but it also lacks the anonymity of the collective experience where you can kind of hide amidst the masses. The groups are really, really shed a light on disagreement and spaces where um, perhaps we have to compromise or spaces where we're learning from others and the sandpapering without this, the false security of the one-on-one relationship. Um, and it really, I knew that the net, the superpower net concept was pivotal in that it, it acts like a little playground, but I didn't understand all the nuances. Um, but that's what we're talking about is 
being willing and, and, and folks, you heard it here first from, from two people who have gone on this trajectory and have really kind of advanced in, in their superpowers. A big key component of that is being willing to be in transparency in a group of people. Um, it's not enough Absolutely. just to do it in your one-on-ones with clients or in your per- interpersonal relationships, nor is it enough to sit behind your computer and blog to the world thinking that you're creating change. You have to do it in those middle spaces, I guess we could call them. Yeah, you have to own it. And it's, you, we can trust, and it's an interesting dichotomy, you can trust that messages are coming, you can trust that you can heal, you can trust that you can manipulate energy, you can trust that you are receiving spiritual connections, but you can't trust in many cases that you tell the next person that you can do it. So you're <laughs> trusting that you know, you embrace it the entire time, but then you can't trust the person next to you to accept it. Yeah, that's that's some of the teachings, some of the messages, even some of the experiences I had. Well, it doesn't really matter if that person is going to listen or not. You have to own it. When you own it, the other people will come around because you're going to demonstrate it that you live it. So, you know, I tell everybody who talks about believing in the science of everything. My first question to them is, so you did the experiment? What? You did the experiment that says this law of <laughs> physics is actually there. You know, no. So you read in a book that someone said this is the way it works. Well, it all supports. Well, no. Did you do the testing that it supports it? No. So you're okay that throughout this particular uh, example of scenarios, that works. And that, you know, even especially the theory of relativity and energy that we've never proven. You're mm-hmm. okay with that. But if I write this down, you aren't ready to accept it. And I'm not asking you to accept it. I'm asking you to recognize that the evolution is the same because someone had to commit and own it to get through it. And one of the great things I've seen with the superpower uh, work that you're doing, the the net uh, transformation, is giving people the ability to talk with like-minded resources. It's so much easier not fearing the fact that someone may judge you, whether or not that's important to you, about what you say. You want that person to be able to say, sure, I don't care if you believe or disbelieve. If they're open, at least you can get past the worries. And especially when you talk about the group, cast that worry of what they're going to think about you and get into the challenges of the evolutionary work that you want. Finding Mm. that mentor, finding that discussion, allowing that transparency. You even say it's allowing that vulnerability. That's the hardest thing to do because we all know as we're going through these evolutionary steps, we've already committed to doing it. Why is it so suddenly so important for someone else to believe that we did it? We know mm-hmm. it. We practice it. We repeat it over and over again. To me, that's the scientific principle of experimentation. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. 
Uh, I love that. I love everything that you're saying. And I particularly love that you were so brilliant in this lifetime to give yourself the credentialing to back all that up. You know, I see, I see that, you know, we, we devised ourselves really brilliantly and, and, and that space, the scientific space needs those individuals who are willing to kind of herald that message um, in the same way that, you know, I feel like I pull the veil off of a lot of conspiracy theories and other things because of my background in the government. Um, it's all very purposefully designed. So a lot of what you say about, you know, did you do the experiment? Did you do all this? To me, it's like, if you weren't there at the event, or if you didn't read that information firsthand, or if you did all this stuff, like, like you don't know, and it's okay. You know, certainly you would go insane if you try to do all the experiments yourself. Like at some point we have to, you know, back to your, your favorite word, we have to be willing to gauge our own resonance with it. Um, and, and just be okay in, in our belief that it's, it's valuable to us. It doesn't, it's not even about whether it's true or not. It's just, is this information valuable right now to me? Can I use it for something, you know, and, and, and to, to stake a claim and to kind of get on your high horse and, 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 and to, to, to take a, a stand on something, um, you know, really, really isn't all that valuable um, in, in this whole evolutionary process, but to be able to gather information and use it in that moment for what it allow, you know, what it, what it allows you to, to explore is hugely valuable. Um, it's just not something that, that we really honor in our society yet. I think we're getting there. It is pretty surprising at how, and, and I know we talked a little bit earlier, how I'm going to professional organizations and I'm, when you want to talk about ownership, I'm stepping into everything from construction companies to real estate people to uh, bankers and saying, hi, I'm from Dimensions Reiki. I perform energy healing. I do readings. I perform additional services to really try to bring about your own well-being. And sometimes I get that little cock to the head like a dog, but they're a little confused. But the answer is, <laughs> The answers don't really matter in terms of the how I do it. When I can demonstrate or they can really receive that kind of benefit from the gifts, mm. they really tend to lose that, that challenge of the how because they're not the ones doing it. They're the ones that get greedy for the relief and the benefits and the calmness and the wellness that they receive from it. Well, so it's don't really you, getting past that lip, that lip. Yeah, yeah, don't you find too that that a lot of times the questioning and the uh, how people receive it is really just more of a reflection of where we sit with it. Oh yes, yes. You end up. Is it going to reflect what I? You know, I described that a little earlier. Is it going to reflect how other people see me? And frankly, I could care less. <laughs> I already know, you know, I tell everybody, I already know I've lost my mind. I already know I'm crazy. I go forward, <laughs> you, you get that out of the way. As long as you, you can say it, I'll say it. We'll move on. Oh. Now let's see how in my insanity I can help you. If I, I can help love you, it doesn't really matter how nuts I am, I don't care. That's what I tell people. I'm like, you know, yes, I drank the Kool-Aid and, you know, you probably did too. And that's okay. Like we may be crazy, but at least we're in good company. You know, at least we're all together in it. So um, I love that you like to joke around like that. It's, it's, and it's, again, it, it, what's fascinating to me is the, um, just how it all fits together. I mean, have you ever just sat, I'm sure you have, but you sit back and you look at your life and it's like, if you just, you just map it all out, it's just masterful. You know, I listen to you talk and it's like, and I can see all the different influences and all the different 
pieces and parts and everything you picked up along the way and what you what you evolved and how you kind of were like oh and I just like you kind of pick up a piece you look at it, you're like hmm I can make that better and it's like do, 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 you know and you just kind of then you plug that piece in and it's just this ongoing process that you've done it, it it's just brilliant and, and, and I really you know for all of you listening out there I invite you to just kind of take a step back and look at your own existence and go huh isn't this interesting? Like, look at what I created. Like, look at all these pieces. Just listen to how Jeff talks about oh how he's gosh. put it all together. It's brilliant. You haven't even begun to tap in. Mm. Because if, if you're going to open yourself up, you're already thinking out of the box with these gifts and you're looking, you're listening to this because you're thinking about your own, you're understanding that there are other like-minded people. Sit back, think outside of the box a little bit and see what your, not just your, your analytical mind, but your imagination can really show how you got to places. For me, I was a very, you know, I was a very scientific kid. I always wanted to know how to make things work. I used to take stuff apart, put it back together, much to the chagrin of my family. I'd <laughs> <laughs> find pieces that were left over. Uh, and then at the same time, I was incredibly imaginative. I always in a medieval fantasy. There are specific things that I always talked about, things that I live. It took my family to start pointing these things out in my past. Not just, you know, you were very scientific. The things that I always had joy doing that then relate specifically to this whole unfolding into my intuitive gifts. Hmm. Things like medieval fantasy, always being thrilled with the idea of magic always be interested in spirituality, always wondering how you define some of the things that you can't see energetically. And I, I sat I was sitting at breakfast one day and my mother just blurted that out. And I, you end up having this entire link of chain suddenly all click in and go, oh my gosh, you're right. All these things I were doing, all the things I was doing, the, the engineering, the getting really into the subatomic theories of particles and matter. And now I use that stuff in my own intuitive gifts saying, was I really, really on a path that I had to find all these background things in order for me to then just <laughs> go forward and embrace this gift? Now, when I ask that question, the people around me go, well, duh, of course you were. But it has to be you who has to look at this and look and find the different pieces because, you know, I, I know that if you tell me something 10 times and I'm not seeing it, I can agree with it, but it doesn't become the way I resonate. Mm -hmm. And I always say walking the path is different than embracing the path. So you know mm -hmm. it's there and you recognize how to find it when you embrace it and really step down it. It can be completely transformational. Mm, I love that. So how do you reconcile it? Did you create that did is there some entity some divine intelligence what do you how do you kind of reconcile that to yourself i'm sorry which part all of it like the path like so let's say that um, the path was divinely inspired or it was laid out or whatever who did it how does that how do you equate that it's a it's what i call my own uh my own free will paradox when and i i have to say the divine has Really, that's kind of patted me on the head and said, sure, you're in control. Don't worry. You can walk down. Don't worry. You're doing it all yourself. 
And I'd go on, and then when I'd finally question, no, I'm not sure I did this. Go, yeah, we told you this, but that's okay. You can just believe it, catch on the head, and go all that to business again. Oh, but what, what the divine has really shown me is that when you make the path your choice, your intention, your drive, your will, you embrace the path, all of that opens up in front of you. If you really want to show an example of the law of attraction, this is it. Saying, I'm going to go do this. I can't believe how much I'm helping people. And then to see opportunity and evolution and all of these other things open up in front of you. You cannot be doing this yourself. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. where it finally got to. I was like, I didn't even do all this stuff. I wasn't even thinking that. And spirit simply says, yeah, you're finally listening, but that's okay. You're in control. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. So my, oh my, my paradox gosh. of free will is that my commitment and free will and my intention put me on the path. And then spirit continues to drive me and open up the opportunities. So it's just this big circle of walking the eye of the paradox to say, yes, my free will is the right path that's been laid out in front of me because that's how I get my strongest results. Oh, uh, that's brilliant. And I'm only laughing because there's just so many iterations of that. Here recently, I was like, I looked at my husband, I was like, I feel like I'm a puppet. Like, what is going on here? Like, like who's saying these things? Like, I'm now sitting in spaces where I'm hearing a lot of my theories and exact words and everything else coming through, you know, movies and books right, right. and everything. And I'm like, there's no did I write this? Like, and then I'm like, wait, okay, I know I didn't write this at least consciously in this lifetime. So it had to have come from somewhere else. And, and, and because of the work that I've done over the last 18 months or so, I connect so with so many people around the world. And it's like, wait a second, you say that too. I just had a business conference with a guy who, you know, is in, embedded with all the thought leaders. I mean, just, just, you know, remarkable human being. And I was like, just, just, you know, the information is just coming through. And I said something about, well, you know, I have this thing I call this my antenna theory. And he goes, wait a second. I say antenna theory. What do you talk about? You know, and it's, and it's it, and I know that sounds really kind of like a silly example, but it was just this constant, like, wait, you say that too? Wait a second. Where did, and I was like, I don't think I've had an original thought my entire existence. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and the next step to that, the next step that goes along with that, how people use the same words and you recognize that you're finding ways to conceptualize these things that you're experiencing with the same words, is that you can go through your previous, like you mentioned to your, to your listeners, you can go through your previous history 15 times, nothing. When you're ready and you're truly looking outside the box or you're looking for that inspiration, that 16th time you go through it, you sit there and go, oh my gosh, <laughs> I've been doing this for 15 years. I think this is setting me up for this. Yeah. And it's so fun. Why it's so passionate. <laughs> and everybody else looks at you like, uh, you didn't see this? Like, where, where yeah, did exactly. you miss it? Oh, that's didn't so you perfect. Read that book 12 times? Why yep. is it the 13th time that means anything? And you it is. But I did this, but I did that, yeah. and this. But we've and it's been like, telling you that for 10 years. I and know, and each, time, ah. each time you feel like you're like coming out of the closet, like at a different level, you're like, yeah, I know I've been saying I do this, but now I'm saying I do this. And everyone's like, uh, what is the difference? But, it, but intrinsically, it feels so pivotal. You know, it feels like every time right before you cross that threshold again, like it's the biggest gaping chasm in the world. Yeah. And you take that yeah. little step and you look back and go, oh. 
yeah, that was really nothing again. You know, and it's just, I, I just laugh at myself every time. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't know if I'm addicted to the drama. Like, I, I don't know what it is about that, that aspect of it. But it's like, every time it's like, we have to gear up. And maybe in, in a more serious tone, maybe it really is the dying off of certain pieces of ourselves or, you know, certain aspects of the ego that don't get to go into that new space. And so there is a mourning of it. There really is a loss um, and, and a little bit of trepidation because we don't know what it's going to look like. And it's another renewal of those kind of trust vows, if you will, um, when, when we step into those spaces. So, so perhaps there is a little bit more ceremony than, than I flippantly want to, want to acknowledge in this moment, but it's, um, it, it really feels like every time, like it's a very pivotal thing. Um, and it's, and it, it's on the other side of it, it's very matter of fact. And so I can only assume that there is something that's occurring, um, in those moments. Um, I don't know what your experience is with those, but, but I, that's the pattern as I see it. It's a very good description when you finally are ready to embrace and sometimes look outside of the box from your you know, current expectations when you're finally really ready to move that forward, you do. The entire approach becomes that resonance of not just knowing the types of things that could happen. It's embracing. And I, I now one of the things that you've mentioned is where did it come from? Embracing all the way down to your own core of mm. how the truth, I, I call them, I, what I get a lot of times are things called chills of truth. I, it ripples through my entire body like three times when I hit the resonant chord of whatever string or path I'm following and it sinks all the way down. There is no more doubt. There is no lack of trust. There is no question that you are supposed to be. It doesn't matter if you know how or why. And me as an engineer, <laughs> I struggle with that at the beginning. Why? Does it really matter? You already know it's true. You're not arguing mm. against yourself saying that you disagree with it. It'd be nice to understand why, but that is why. It struck the true you. It struck your center. And it really then shows how you finally embrace that next evolutionary step and are ready for more. It's not just, hey, look, I, you know, I, I came up with this and it's, it's a success and I see it. It's now I know what I can do with that. What's next? Mm. It's, uh, it's so, so incredible. It's so incredible. Well, as, as you and I tend to discover, uh, uh, anytime we connect, we could probably do this for hours and days. And yeah, I'm not even sure we would be aware of the passage of time. Um, however, my production <laughs> team say, is very aware. <laughs> I do, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> my projection team is very aware when I let these things go on and on and on. Uh, so, so for sure, we'll have you back. Maybe you and I can take a topic and tackle it. Um, together from different perspective, perspectives and demonstrate, you know, how do we grow transparently in the presence of others and compare stores and uh, maybe even, I don't know, disagree about something. That would be weird. Um, but before I do that, I really want, I know people are going to want to know where they can find out more about you. Where can we send them? You can send them to my website for my business. Uh, it's dimensions with an S, dimensionsreiki.com. Uh, it talks about a lot of my services talks about a lot of the people that I've helped, but it also gives you an insight to things like my published book, which a lot of people will ask, is it, you know, is it teaching Reiki? No, 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 no. It's here is the engineer learning the spiritual side of his life. It's mm. really, it's called discovering intention because that word 
for my paradox of free will is the goal of being on the path. Discovering intention, a sensitive guide to the engineering mind. If you want to read crazy experiences that really freak out an engineer who doesn't necessarily expect them to go on, this is something I wrote for others that may truly have these kinds of gifts and are not sure if they're alone, they're not sure that it's okay, they're not sure if they just feel like they're crazy. Yes, accept you're crazy. That's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't matter. We're, you've got lots of other people who are reading all these things that are going to say the same thing. But mm -hmm. And I know it's something that you're really focused on, the ability to say, I know what you're going through. Mm. I have some ideas. If you're really looking to grow, here's what I did, and here are the summaries that I got out of it. If it helps you to start continuing your steps and paths, go for it. So on the website, mm -hmm. the book, there's all sorts of experiences, and I'll be more than happy to talk more. I'm, I'm looking forward to it with you. Oh, very cool. Well, as am I, Jeff. And so thank you so much for joining us on the show. And thank you for your courage and your boldness and just the willingness to, to be in that space and to encourage others. Um, I really am, I, I honor what you do in the world. Well, I honor that you found a way to really try to unite people because I didn't realize how many are out there. It's not just, <laughs> hey, here's this, here's that. I'll say I do Reiki. You know, I, I have beauticians through real estate agents through garbage men who are actually saying, yeah, I, I took a class in that. Really? Mm. They're really out there that much? Because you're not alone. That's really the key. You're never alone. And when you work with spirit, obviously you're never alone. <laughs> Sometimes we border ourselves. Are you ready to alone. discover your superpowers? Really like Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today. Go be transparent. Embrace yourself because there's a bunch of people who are crazy just like you. Now, maybe we can help you. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for that affirmation. It's uh, really nice to hear. Um, even for those of us who, who have beliefs and trust in our guidance, um, it, it really is nice to hear that support and affirmation. So I appreciate that. No, thank you for having me. I, this is great. Awesome. Well, very cool. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone.